0: everyone it's Helen here voice of azu Enola and Laverne and host of enthusiasm today I'm here to tell you about divisor a podcast on the RQ network divisor is a dark science fiction audio drama with elements of horror from Harlan Guthrie the mastermind behind the unsettling and addictive series malevolent in this immersive tale we follow Sun a young man who awakens aboard a spaceship bound for Earth on a mission to recolonize a desolate planet. However, Sun's journey takes a sinister turn, and he discovers unsettling truths about his world and himself. The entire series is available for you to listen to right now. So, search for Diviser, that's D-E-V-I-S-E-R, wherever you listen to podcasts, or visit www.diviser.ca or www.rustyquill.com for more information. That's all from me. Enjoy your episode. Hello folks, Helen here, voice of Azu in Rusty Quill Gaming. This is an advert for the podcast Anomaly. Anomaly is a TTRPG meditation podcast that takes you into a world of magic and fantasy. You'll be invited to imagine yourself in scenarios like learning to cast a tranquility spell or exploring a land once vanquished by a dragon, all connected by a shared mythology. The podcast combines the traits of a great dungeon master with those of a meditation guide, weaving tales of fantasy that stretch the imagination, while you learn to centre yourself, find confidence, and relieve stress. Featuring the voices of Ruth Connell from Supernatural and Todd Stashwick from Star Trek Picard, Anomaly is available wherever you find podcasts, or at seekanomaly.com. That's S-E-E-K-A-N-O-M-A-N-O. That's all from me. Enjoy your episode and take care of yourself.
1: Welcome to episode 202 of the Rustic Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me today I have...
2: Ben Meredith, Bryn Monroe.
1: Lydia Nicholas, and
2: Helen Gould. And who are you playing? Zolf Smith. Um, uh, ha- Hamid Sala Al Taham,
3: Sala side bottom? Oh, wait, wait. Fell thigh bottom with fangs. And Azu. How are we doing?
1: I've got half the party currently feeling... All lackadaisical, I've got one of you starting to uh, trip
4: over your words. I'm doing all right, thanks.
1: Yeah, you got a load of hit points. Let's ignore you.
3: So what's Hamid's charisma score now?
2: 15.
3: Yeah, so so Cells is six.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But it expresses itself differently for different characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Cell is currently...
1: A beastie. So, we are currently in the very bowels of Svalbard and we're making friends by no. literally scooping chunks of your personality and putting it into them. Thus friends are made.
3: <sighs> That's how you make friends, yeah. However,
1: this friend may have tactically misstepped a little bit mm. by uh, placing itself in the middle of all of you and running out of move because Alex forgot he's playing Pathfinder instead of Fifth Ed. So if this turns into a comp stomp, you know, fair play. Uh, that's my fault.
0: Eh, <laughs> I don't think it will be. We are
1: currently fighting basically the colour purple, I think is your description <laughs> of it so far. Colour out of space, no. With that in mind then, can I please pass the turn, we're still in initiative, to you, sell You are in a wide stairway corridor facing off against the colour purple.
3: Mm, it seems to be a magically thing. I think Cell might know about as much as I do in that magically things probably immune to lots of stuff, but maybe magical frost bombs might actually do some damage.
1: Okay. Now, a couple of things I should make you aware of since yep. this thing is deliberately up in everyone's grill. Yep. Most ranged attacks can trigger an attack of opportunity if you're trying to use a ranged attack mm-hmm. up close. Also, if you want to move away from the creature in this system, you're going to want to take a five-foot yeah. step. Yeah, a
3: five-foot flap, Cell, oh, well, is of course,
1: flying. That's my mistake. You mm-hmm. are correct, a five-foot flap. Yeah. Otherwise, you will be triggering attacks of opportunity as well.
3: That's cool. So Cell is going to take a five-foot flap. <laughs> can they five-foot flap diagonally? Yep. yep. Cool, there.
1: Flip. So you're now next to Zolf. Zolf loads a hit point Smith.
3: Yeah. And going to throw frost bombs into the middle of it. I can make the decision to throw one in, see what happens, and then decide whether to throw the next, can't I? Correct, yeah, yeah that's absolutely so, correct. Going to throw first bomb.
1: Understood. You you will need an attack
3: roll. Yes, I yes, I'm I'm getting there. Ideally a terrible one. No. 17. 17? Mm-hmm.
1: You miss, it goes blah, 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 and kind of warps around it. It's incredibly difficult to get a bead on it because it doesn't really have a shape. Okay, that's minus one bomb. You didn't roll poor enough to hit your allies, though, I'll, I'll save for that. Do you have splash damage and do you apply that on a miss? Yes. I would allow you to apply splash damage because this thing's big enough. It is for listeners' benefit about 15 feet by 15 feet across. So. Yeah, so if you're throwing something into the middle of it...
3: In which case, it's 12 splash cold damage.
1: Boo! Boo! Nothing happens. Nothing happens? Oh, dear. Nothing okay,
3: happens. well, that's good. That tells me a lot. Mm. Um, the, I don't have any other bombs that might do the... The, the ah. leave. Yes, cell flies off...
2: You can't. You took a five-foot step.
3: Cool. In which case, uh, Cell isn't going to waste more bombs.
1: Let's let's be honest. Okay, Hamid's the delicious one here. You're probably fine. In which case, then Zolf, you
4: are up. I cast Shield of Faith on Cell, mm. uh-huh. which gives them a plus two deflection bonus to AC. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Ooh, good shout. Good shout. With a additional plus one to the bonus for every six levels you have. Okay, so you get plus three. AC, plus three, and you have that for ten minutes, so, like, the fight, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I will move, because I should take my own advice. Five, ten... No, not away. 15, 15. Don't move away. Twenty. Ah, oh, This
1: is going terribly, by which I mean it's actually going pretty much to plan. Azu, you are up. Right. Can I recommend holding your action again? No. And again and again.
0: Azu is probably... <sighs> See, Helen is thinking you could try to hit the thing... But Azu is frightened and tired Mm. and I think is going to run instead, especially because she said out loud, I agree with Zolf." Zolf is also running away. On the other hand, Azu is next to Hamid, so may instinctively attempt to protect Hamid. On the other other hand...
3: Toss the hobbit. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't he flying? Uh, mm. Yeah, so that means you can throw
4: him even further. Throw him like a paper aeroplane. (laughs)
0: Hamid, are you
2: injured? I mean, Brynn, are you injured? Only a tiny bit. Okay. Visibly, Hamid seems fine. But I do have fewer hit points than normal because my con has been drained.
0: Okay.
1: Nom, 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 nom.
0: There's nothing I can do to to help with that right now. Yeah. I think I'm going to do what Azu would do, which is does not want to fight the thing. She does not know what it is. The last time she was in a void it was not great she's going to say Hamid come on <laughs> and move might double move one two three four yep. because she can't go the other so she is moving away from the void for audience but in the opposite direction to Zulf because the void is between yes. her and Zulf yes
2: the void has split the party Oh I'll dear. have an attack of opportunity, please. What? No! Okay, if we knew it had reach, which you can presumably tell from the way it's Tendril Snake, you could, instead of double moving, take the withdraw action. Yeah, I'll
1: allow you to make the withdraw action, but you will trigger an attack of opportunity. I, I misread its reach.
2: Right. So with, the withdraw action means you get only get a single move instead of double move. You have to move in a straight line, but you do not trigger attacks of opportunity while withdrawing. It's an explicit thing, though. If you're moving away from enemies in You can see that this
1: thing has reach. What you can't tell is how much reach it has because it has a blah-blah-blah-blah shape. It's tangly. It is tangly. It's proper tangly.
0: I am still going to move because it sounds like I'm going to get attack of opportunity anyway. Understood.
1: So when you moved, you triggered an attack of opportunity. I sort of pre-rolled it before I blah-blah-blah. I I haven't looked at the score. Go here. What's your AC? My touch AC is only nine. Okay, in which case then, give me a thought save.
0: That's a 28. Boo.
1: <laughs> you take 11 damage. Are you carrying any mundane equipment, like a backpack or something similar, on your torso?
0: Actually, yeah. I'm carrying mundane axes. Cool. And a morning star. As this thing
1: sweeps out and basically stretches out to grab you as you go back... They disintegrate.
0: That's fine, I never use them anyway. They just <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're
1: ornamental morning stars. <laughs> they 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 disintegrate I don't feel
4: so good Mr. Stark style. Oh no! <laughs> Alex I have realised this is this is another way that you can yet again get Zolf to have a fight in the nude. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is a running theme of the campaign, so
1: You may be ahead of me again.
4: Excellent, good stuff. I don't I really need to get some magical underpants. No, <laughs>
0: Nudes off for the win <laughs> There go the morning star The two throwing axes And the adamantine axe that Azu picked up in Damascus None uh, of which I have used At any point during this campaign I don't think
1: And they too have passed Like dust in the wind Aww. Literally like dust in the wind
0: In which case though you do get your move off Okay I'm just gonna t- just. I still yell at Habit to Hurry up and <laughs> Run away with me <laughs>
3: <laughs> Hello, Pummel. Slightly Hello. different vibe. <laughs> Sod <Sort> this dungeon. <laughs> Let's live together.
4: Skrark <laughs> is up. Uh, wh- I was just going to say, ha- I-, I only think I think you've only moved once, Helen. You can move again because you oh, took attack yeah. of opportunity.
0: Oh, okay. In which case, I want I want to just have a little geography check with you. Is this like high up?
1: so by this you're talking about on the far side of the double doors there are a pair of thrones yes there is about 30 feet in step seating between the sort of uh, thrones that's looking down into the dead plant monster and a lit brazier between the throne and the plants give me a knowledge arcana actually to, to, for free
0: I don't, I don't have any
1: Okay, give me just a roll, a d20.
3: Okay. (laughs) We've established what was going on in the magic lessons. (laughs) Uh, The ever-burning
1: brazier probably won't burn you. Like, ever-burning torches tend to be for light and
0: warmth, but not, like, actual, like, pain. Okay. So, you've had your first move action, second move action? Right. So, because there's a plant in this direction, that is where the thrones are, I'm going to continue on my trajectory... And end up next to Skrark here. Yep, that scans.
2: In which case then, Skrark is now up. Scrak is going to continue to retreat from the creature. Still going the long way around this, this big circular corridor. I
1: can't believe I've managed to get you retreating. It's been so many years. <laughs> I'm so happy. I think
2: they're going to double move. Ooh, speedy. So they've still just... Aw, none of you has panicked and triggered a plant yet. They've still got just about line of sight back to the, the creature... But they've gone quite far round, which means they can see the whole rest of the corridor, which you've already revealed for us. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hey, hey, Hamid.
2: Hamid. Yeah. You're up. Withdraw action.
4: Boom! The three, worst action. Four, six, seven, eight,
2: 9, 10, 11, 12. Straight line. Flying. The worst action. Flying <laughs> triples my movement speed, and I love it so much. Excellent. Nice. At which point, the creature's turn,
1: it doesn't move, it just seems to hover there.
2: Quite oh, chill. Now that Cell threw a bomb at it, can I get another knowledge arcana check to try and work out why the frost didn't affect it? Or do I have not have yeah, time to that information? Yeah, that's
1: very cheeky, but I'll allow it
3: because
2: <laughs> I'm hitting you with very weird stuff.
3: He's thinking while he
2: runs. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a four, so it's probably irrelevant. Nothing! You learn nothing. Yeah. You learn nothing. Yeah.
1: Nothing. Good. That pleases me. In which case then, let me check something quickly. Just going to do a cheeky little range find.
3: I think if the creature drains charisma from cell, I mean, can you die of lack of charisma? So
2: every stat has a specific effect when you get to zero. Mm -hmm. And I think the only one that kills you outright is if Con gets to zero.
1: Right. Charisma knocks you into a coma. If it drops to zero. Is that the
2: effect? Sure, yeah.
1: Mental stats put you into a coma. Mm-hmm. Physical stats put you into a permanent paralysis, apart from constitution, which is literally, like, your life force. So that's the one that'll kill you. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you may be ahead of me, though. Can I have a will save, please, as this migraine just starts to...
3: just seem to use up your entire world. Yep. Uh, this is not going to go well. 7. Oh no. Cell takes 3 charisma drain
1: and 1 constitution drain. Okay. So your core charisma stat has gone down by 3 points to and your three? core constitution has gone down by 1 point. And not the bonus has gone down, the core stat itself has.
3: Okay, cool. So they they are still oddly at a higher total hit points than they would have if they weren't <laughs> a beast. Yeah, <laughs> that scans but they're pushing near the ceiling of what they would be.
1: Can everyone please give me, apart from cell, a perception check?
2: 15. 21. 4. Hammered. I don't think Scrak has line of sight to sell from the map.
1: Mm, I still need a perception check okay. from scrak and from Azu as well, please. 24. Oh, perfect. That makes me think the cutoff is 25.
2: 31 <laughs> for scrak
1: Okay, in, in, enough for basically uh, everyone, even even Azu. Yay! It wasn't clear on the first sort of drain, but certainly on the second one. As it's drained, it seems to have gotten denser and it seems to glow brighter with a purple light, whereas before it was sort of a dim light, now it's bright light that's coming out from it. Hmm. Definitely seeming to be powering up or something as it's feeding on people. Oh, oh dear. In which case then, it doesn't move. Cell, you're up. I will remind you. You know this creature has reach. You just don't know how far the reach is.
3: They're going to withdraw.
1: Yeah, very sensible. So they've moved thirty feet. Understood. In which case, then
4: Zolf, you are up. Cool. How beat up is Selican?
3: So physically, they're not particularly wounded, but they're like nearly like slavering bestial. Like <laughs> I don't know what how charisma they seem very unlikable suddenly
4: <laughs> to be clear you haven't taken much hit point damage then
3: no before. not a huge amount cell just looks like the kind of person
1: who'd suddenly be really pro banker and you're not sure why <laughs> Goodness yeah. me.
3: at the moment cell really looks like they might vote tory <laughs> <laughs> which feels wrong you know you look at that and this feels deeply wrong but it's
4: In which case, I am going to cast Sanctuary on them. Shout. Mm -hmm. Don't attack, just run. And then move. Do
1: you Mm -hmm. still have an Extent Sanctuary upon yourself as well, Zulf? Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool.
4: Yes, basically, Lid, Mm -hmm. if the creature attacks you, it has to pass a DC 16 will save, or it cannot. If you attack it the effect ends. Okay. Also, if it attacks you successfully, the effect also ends. So if anybody attacks anybody, the effect ends, but it will prevent you from being attacked, hopefully, for a bit.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. Azu, you're up. Keeps pegging it. Understood. So a double move would be 40 feet, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25... Slams into the wall a bit. I think that was 30. 35. Slams back into the wall a bit. And then that's...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Clank, bang, clang bang. Ah, Clank, bang, 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 run. Ah, Clank, bang, bang. (laughs) In which case then, Skrark is up.
2: Continues to move.
1: Understood. So for the listener's benefit, everyone is now running down either side of this circular curve in a desperate attempt to sort of flee around it. Hamid,
2: you're up. I mean, Hamid is very tempted to cast a parting Scorching Ray before he flees. You do you, dude. You do you. How loudly did Zolf yell, don't attack it?
1: <laughs> you heard. This was a purely <laughs> silent room and nothing yep. that you are fighting has made a single sound. The only noises have been
2: from yourself. Hamid does not cast a spell at it. Right, so that means I get to double move, which is 120 foot, so... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> flying Zoom. five. Actually...
1: Thinking about that, that's a really scary... If you actually visualise this encounter, this is just, you hear the cries of, ah, 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 no sound of the monster, no, no movement, no real combat, just... Yeah. Oh, that's
4: weird.
2: I didn't Very really conceptualise that. It's what happens when you're attacked by a colour. <laughs> <laughs> I've made it all the way around the curve, because flying is great.
0: Zip. Congrats to you. I'm going to be taking another two turns as <laughs> a yeah. <and to> run.
1: <laughs> Give me a will save. Who? You. Me? Azu. Give me a will save.
0: Oh, God. Okay. Roll good. I don't I don't like the sound of that, like, at all. <laughs> at all. Well, here we go. That's 21.
1: Cool. You take three charisma drain and one constitution drain. <gasps> what? But it hasn't touched me. That's not nope. fair.
0: That's not It fair. somehow
1: <laughs> doesn't move, but starts to fill your vision. Very migraine style. You lose three Aww. charisma and one constitution you are right that's not fair this is what happens if you keep making me up my game this is what it looks like more maths for everyone so on that lovely lovely delicious nom 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 i'm gonna take a break and come back and then nom 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 some more and eat up all of your stats
3: your delicious stats i mean if it's actually eating the charisma i i think we're all just charmed by the void (laughs) and can chuck in all the rest so i for one welcome our new very cool void overlord
1: Nom nom nom. Nom nom. Delicious player character stats. Nom nom. Stop numbing.
3: Uh, Coincidentally, Cell at three charisma is making about that much sense.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Zolf, you are up. Cool. Uh, I move twice. I'm just down the end of the curved corridor and can now see back into the Great Hall or the Grand Chamber or Council
2: Rooms. Hamid and Zolf have almost simultaneously come round those corners and seen each other across Mm. the uh, (laughs) huge dead plant.
3: Their eyes met across a (laughs) planty room.
2: Azu, you are up.
3: She's
0: going to keep running, but she does want to hit it, but she's going to keep running. So she's going to go... The run action is just double my move speed, right?
2: No, that's double move. Run is a specific thing. Don't do run, just double move. Although, I mean, if you want to run in a straight line, you could do that. It's still a straight line. Yeah, that's not I'd an accurate it. representation of what 80 feet is. Though. No,
4: no, it's not 80 feet, but you can draw <laughs> that line. And, oh, no, hang on a minute, you've got to get to at least, like, here to run past the blooming watcher plant. Yeah, so
2: the fact that we also have to skirt around the watcher plants, I think yeah. a double you, you, move is You
1: better are, you are that. correct that this is built to
2: stop you from just immediately going,
0: bye! Yeah. Right, double move it is. Clack, clack, clack,
4: clack, 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 clack,
2: Skrark is up. Scrak is going to move past the plan, but he's not going to move back into the main room because he's going to keep an eye on Azu.
0: Aw, thank you. Understood.
2: Hamid, you're up, nippy boy. So Hamid, I assume this is quite a big chamber with quite a high roof. Very high, yes. Hamid is going to fly forward a bit back into the chamber and then up and try and get... Because he, he needs to work around the watcher plants and he's going to have a perspective from quite high up into the chamber. That's very yeah. easy to do. Yeah, that's very, very easy. And does looking down on the dead plant give him any extra information about what's yeah, there? Yeah, give me, give me a perception check. Let's get a good roll for the first time in a while, shall we? <laughs> that's a good roll. Oh, hells yeah. 33.
1: Yay! 33! Okay, yeah, I can give you some more info with your top-down perspective. It looks like people were mid-experiment when this stuff went off. Oh, dear. You're only really able to see it from the top-down because there's a big sort of wreath of tendrils and dead plant all around it, which is kind of blocking a lot of the view. Hmm. But from the top-down, you can see that there's a large amount of sort of connected apparatus, which more or less seems to be connected, And, yeah, you get the distinct impression that someone was attempting to do something with this plant as it went off. There is a large amount of scientific equipment in the
2: middle. Some sort of mechanism that might be designed to harm it, is what you're saying. I didn't say
1: those words. Uh, Those are are your (laughs) words. But definitely there is a large amount of equipment in the very midst of it that you wouldn't have seen from the sides looking in. It is dead. It is dead,
2: isn't it? Still hasn't moved. Smells very dead. Oh no! Okay, earlier you also mentioned the emanation of purple light from it. So, the emanation of the purple
1: light still seems to sort of faintly illuminate it. Okay, you could get. I, um, is detect action a standard action?
2: Detect magic would be a standard action. Yeah. So I, 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 you I'm did. Gonna...
1: You did detect magic earlier. Yeah. The, the, you didn't detect magic on that plant. As far as you can tell, it might be an ambient effect similar to that thing that was affecting. Yeah, it's odd. To be clear, this isn't a mistake at my end. It's really odd. It's very odd behaviour.
2: Okay. Okay. I mean, that's my turn. Move and observe. Understood.
1: My new, very charismatic friend, who I've decided now sounds like silky butter, even though they're completely silent is going to pass straight through the wall
2: and fly into the main chamber.
3: No! Oh, thank goodness.
2: Yeah, I thought it might do that.
3: Don't like it. Very glad of that, because otherwise Cell would probably be unconscious.
1: So the first thing is, it does is it...
3: Attack Cell through the wall? No!
1: It flies straight through the wall into the main chamber, but as it does so... Let me check something. Can everyone who can see into the main chamber give me a perception check?
2: Yep. Twenty-four. 17 for Hamid, and 21 for Skrark.
1: Zolf, you're the only one that seems to notice this. It seems to have almost a drag effect towards the plant... So it flies in, so fine, and then it's almost like it's like there's a drain sucking it in towards the plant and it seems to be circumnavigating that. It's trying to cut Zolf off, it looks like, from the uh, plant itself, but it seems to be struggling to navigate space around the plant. It seems to be getting drawn towards it somehow. Okay. It's a very subtle effect and you're the only one to notice it. Sure, I will shout about it when it's my turn. Sel, you're up.
3: Cool. I think it's worth flagging here that playing... I'm thinking about playing a character who has three charisma we've talked about migraines quite a bit and i at least when i get migraine with aura lose the ability to speak and i am just very aware that playing a stat that has dropped so low where some of the like reading up on what pathfinder how pathfinder kind of does it i'm not all that comfortable with the way that it describes That's Fine, i understand what like, you're saying social connections. So just, yeah, flagging up for, for listeners. The way I am playing it is the sort of way that, that is something that happens to me quite a bit, which is losing losing ability to, to speak and grab words sure. and, and finding faces and social things very distressing and confusing. Um, so that's just uh, where I'm going with it because I, I think it could go into an awkward direction if I wasn't conscious about being... nearly unconscious. I get
1: you, yeah. It it scans, it follows. If that makes sense.
3: Yeah, cool. I just wanted to flag that. And with all of that deep thinking around, uh, cells just going (laughs) to run, run, while probably making that noise. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But quietly, I think it's going to be a double move action so that they can steer around that
1: watcher. See, you're you're nippy and all. All right, Zolf,
4: you're up. Uh, Looks like it's being dragged towards a plant. If we can... Chuck it in, maybe it'll go away. I don't know.
3: Sel so just winces at this weirdly blank look at
4: you. Yeah, and uh, to be clear, I am yelling that at like the room. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you can hear him. I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
4: And then I'll move past it towards the plant and maybe see if I can drag it along with me? I don't
1: know. Oh, Solve.
4: You will trigger an attack of opportunity. Yep, it needs to make a will save. What's the DC of the will save? 16.
1: Six seeds. Yep. 25 to hit.
4: Oh, oh, yeah, 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 fine. Four save? 25. 25. Boo! (laughs) Well, I'm not that concerned.
1: It's only 11 damage. However, could you please describe to me what mundane uh, equipment you are carrying?
0: (laughs) Uh, Time for Zolf to lose his trousers again What area? So, oh, that's good
1: No, no, he's, he's right I, I need to pick an area <laughs> Don't pick the trousers
3: <laughs> Oh, you're gunning for shirtless Zolf Interesting, interesting Torso
4: uh, My coat mm. disintegrates
1: Oh, I like that coat You've had it ages
4: Yeah uh, I'm still wearing I do have a magical breastplate So that is Sure, sure But your coat's just yeah. Into dust The trench coat
1: poor old coat.
0: Azu, you are up. All right. Keeps running. One, two, three. Flash into the wall. Fashion to the wall again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Six. I think it's worth saying because I I just wasn't looking at the map What the first time you said that, so I thought you were running into either side of the corridor, and so I just Paint think it's worth now I'm around. actually watching how helen is moving the character like no she's just hugging the edge of the wall she's not banging onto (laughs) either
4: side of the corridor. like a bowling ball when the bumpers are up
3: (laughs) yes yes exactly (laughs) like that's genuinely what i thought was happening so just in case any of the listeners have as poor a spatial awareness imagination as i do no
0: um right ends up there
2: understood scrock is up scrock does nothing understood Keeping an eye on as you keeping an eye over the room, maybe move a single step just to have a better vantage point.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Hamid, can you give me a perception check, please?
2: Thirty total.
1: As the oh
2: no, sorry, I misread my dice. Twenty-eight total. Still enough. As
1: the <coughs>
2: as the color purple moved into the
1: main chamber, you're able to discern from your perspective a specific component within all of that morass of equipment still seems to be live and seems to have sort of activated by its presence and seems to be eliciting a sort of faint purple glow as it is there and it definitely seems to have reacted to this thing's presence the rest of the equipment seems dead
2: Hamid uses his 60 foot of fly to land in the middle of the plant (gasps) next to all the equipment
1: oh Hamid Oh, oh Hamid, oh no oh Hamid, you're fine
3: Oh my god He's so squishy. I always whenever he does that, like the pitying voice, everything's gonna be okay. It's like the weird yep. reverse, like oh no. I feel That's I feel funny.
2: like he's signalling we have to use the mechanism to get rid of this mm. thing. But if he's if he's not signaling that, then fair enough. I you know, he's he's being a good GM. He's not laying it out, but I feel like he's he is at least hinting at a potential out for this situation.
3: It's like there's a hint in the room, but I'm not sure where it is. What I'm enjoying
1: doing is the audience can't see the map which is the plant in the middle of the room is what 5 10 15 20 25 30 35 40 45 50 55 60 65 it's about it's about you know 60 70 feet across on each side i love putting the biggest baddest monster in the middle of the room and then hitting you with something that you can't even see
2: (laughs) (laughs) i have asked like four different times whether it's definitely dead too because i've been scared
1: (laughs) you land in the middle of it you notice that there seems to be a uh, purple glow seems to dance upon your skin, almost like um, the spell Fairy Fire.
2: Presumably you haven't recognised that spell. I can't remember what that does off the top of my head. It sort of illuminates incorporeal stuff. It illuminates
1: incorporeal stuff, illuminates things that are invisible. It makes it, it basically outlines stuff. It's, it's basically like hitting something with a glitter bomb, really.
2: <laughs> I guess I take my standard action to study whatever mechanisms are here to work out what they're doing and how they're used... Give me a Knowledge Arcana. Yeah, this would be a really good time for a good roll. Oh, 19. Get in. That is a total of 36.
1: Yes. Thirty-six. Congratulations on hitting the high DC. I didn't think people <laughs> would necessarily hit.
2: Ooh. <laughs> so
1: I'm not joking. It was 35. Uh, okay. I'm not surprised. That sounds about right for a high level thing. So someone has been using Magitech here. Mm. specifically to force planar adjustments in a localised space. Now, what that actually means for this is you are confident from that. You look at this and go, brainwave moment. You look at this and just go, I oh, oh, I know what it is. I know, I know what all this is. Basically, the glowing component appears to be your kill switch. Okay. That appears to be your kill switch. All of this apparatus around it appears to have been an attempt at basically kicking it into life it appears to have a power source that is derived from planar interactions themselves. So you know how a thermocouple takes energy from a hot place and a cold place, you bash them together, you get energy? That but with planes. This thing is fueling itself using the planes. All of this apparatus seems to have been used to kick it into gear. Now that it is extant, it's on there, you're pretty certain it is feeding on the energy of whatever that big thing is that's been attacking all of you and you're all but certain that the, the one live component is the now viable kill switch and that what it's trying to do is kill the planar activity that is in the immediate area and you also see that there is an easy way to disconnect it. All of this other apparatus has been used up in its creation. That's your
2: boy. Okay, that is probably my six seconds.
1: <laughs> like I said,
2: <coughs> brainwave. Yeah, so... <laughs> I don't know if I should ask more now or if I should wait till my next initiative turn, but obviously I want to grab this thing and fly off with it, which I can't do till the next turn anyway, really. But I also want to know, is there like an obvious off switch and do I think pressing it would kill the weird planar entity in this room or disconnect it from this You plane? rolled
1: such an obscenely high. <laughs> it was a really good roll. It wasn't a natural 20. High. But... There is what seems to be an off switch. You think that the solution that you're looking for might be to bring this thing closer to it rather than to try and turn it off. If you turn it off, you're more likely to make life easier for it. This thing is hunting for planar energy to eat. You are clearly fighting some kind of planar entity that has either been created by the plant or created by the device. You're not sure, but that's the interaction at play here.
2: Okay, if there's time, I will use a free action to shout, I I think this thing might stop it. And that is definitely all I have time for. Understood. At which point, the
1: creature is facing off against a tasty, tasty boy full of hit points.
3: No.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> Rather distressingly, and I am I'm annoyed because this is Ben playing well. It makes no sense for it to attack anyone else. I really yep. want it to, but it doesn't. Yep. So I will guess I'm going for beefy hit points McGee.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> what you touch, points See if I care. <laughs> <laughs> All my charisma. See if I care. What your touch, JC.
1: Oh, right, 15. Okay, it hits at least. Give me a four save that'll ruin my day.
4: It's uh, a rubbish roll. Uh, 17. Okay,
1: finally. And then I roll rubbish, fine. <clears throat> it's 19 damage. Uh, cool. And... In, do you have anything sort of upon your arms or basically upper half of the body that's mundane?
3: But your trousers are fine. Yes.
1: Yeah. Equipment, but not living flesh, and hair counts as living uh, flesh.
3: Suspenders, so his trousers fall down. <laughs>
1: trousers fall <laughs> down. Trousers. No, I said upper half. I rolled for it. I'm sorry. I want it to be the trousers. Wow. I really, I mean, really want to see it, but. My no. shirt? If you haven't, if if it's already gone, it's fine. But anything that you are wearing, basically from the waist up, that is non-magical, is gone. It's just. All right. Yeah.
4: So my, I'm just wearing. A, I've just got a breastplate on at this point.
1: Yeah, that's fine. In which case, then I think that's all it does. I do hate it when you play correctly, Ben. It does harsh <laughs> my buzz. What can I say? Good. Cell, you're up.
3: Cell's gonna fly in. And then from, let's say, they've done one move action. So they're at the, what's the word, uh, threshold of the yep, big circular thing. At the
1: threshold of the main, main chamber.
3: But let's say high up. I'm going to say they don't need to fly upwards because they're just maintaining the height that they had in the corridor, which had stairs going down. So they're just, they're just high, uh, just maybe 5, 10, 15 up. Yeah, that scans. In which case, I'm just going to wonder if they can do a perception check and so begin to see what's going on with the mechanismy stuff because that's the sort of thing they might be useful in.
1: Give me a perception check.
3: Ah, uh, it's a sixteen. They get a sixteen.
1: <laughs> Definitely, someone was doing an experiment, but with that, you're not you're not yeah. spotting high enough for the uh, info that Hamid's managed to gain.
3: I mean, Cell is fatigued or whatever, magically sleepy and drained. You've got lo- like, Cell's got
1: a lot on. They have. Cell's, a cells lot got a lot
3: on, on right now. So, like, looks at the sort of experiment that often they literally dream about. Like that, you are within a, a, a cell daydream of magitech and biomechanical weirdness, and they're just like, "Oh, I oh, ahead a
1: headache."
4: <laughs> In which case, then Zolf, you're up. Cool. I will convert the level four spell, divine power, into a cure critical wounds on myself. Understood. Solid that works 4d8 plus 10 oh god I don't have that many d8s (laughs) D8s?
1: (laughs) 4d8 4 why not just ask for a d12 and be done with it god
4: 20 34
1: I love the idea of Ben at, at his game shop can I interest you in this D eight? No, I'll have nineteen more
4: D sixes, though. <laughs> I mean, in my dice bag, because I play World of Darkness and Exalted, I have like forty D tens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's so many dice that you run on. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I'm back up to sixty hit points, and then I hate, I, I hate it. Don't do anything because I'll provoke an attack of opportunity, and that's it. Yeah. Oh wait, no, 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 no. I'll take a five foot step towards the plant closer, just to you know draw it on. I hate you. I hate you so much. Azu, you're up.
0: Still running. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. <laughs> bang. Bang. Look, Azu
1: is an artillery cannon, bang. by which I mean you don't move around quickly, but you're really bang. hurt when you're hit. <laughs> so that's one well, of my moves, and then five. Azu, you see Hamid in the depths of the dead plant, lit with an yeah. eldritch purple glow. You see Zolf facing off against an admittedly also purple glow. <laughs> yes. Cell is, is. You see Cell
0: with a headache. Cell has a headache. What do
1: you do? <laughs>
0: IL. Uh, Hamid, get out of there. <laughs> Fair play.
2: Scrak <laughs> is up. So, Scrak is just as Azu comes past him we'll just check that you're okay basically Aww. and then run with you and keep on running and probably kind of head slightly back towards the north to get a better vantage point over the room while avoiding the watcher plants quite close to you know the kind of the edges of the uh, de- big dead plant but not like diving into it understood Hamid you're up Hamid grabs the power source the planar power source thing. You are certain, by the way, because you've
1: been careful, you did roll high, you can grab and yank. There's no, like, yep. ten actions to uncouple it or anything.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Hamid does that. And then uses his fly move to move up and over the plant towards the creature, depending on exactly how. He's probably going to go, probably had to go up a bit and then along a bit. So can probably get to about there, I reckon, but higher up. So he's basically still over over the plant, but, like, higher up enough to be out of the, the plant in a literal <sighs> sense. I
1: hate both of you for a reason that I can't articulate. Understood? It is clear as you've moved closer, this thing is warping up towards whatever it is. Like, it is being mm. elongated out. And then it is its turn. The most damning blow. <sighs> it moves five foot closer to hide because of how its behaviours work. (laughs) (laughs) Think Ghostbusters when they're sucking it into the trap. There is a sudden bright blinding white arcing light that splits between the two as whatever this thing is and whatever that device is interact with one another violently. It is a searing bright magnesium flare white everyone is temporarily blinded just there is nothing to see but whiteness and as all of your vision returns my new charismatic friend <laughs> is missing
4: and for flavour because it took a five foot step I definitely try and take an attack of opportunity and it's
2: slopped away from my blade
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just shake your fist at it yeah
2: <laughs> okay fair play I'm just glad I didn't have to fly inside it
0: personally mm. yeah <laughs>
1: Me too. I had I had considered it but no. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh. Would you Yay. like to know a a fact to do with this that will please you immensely, Helen? Yeah. Would you like to know what that monster was called? What was it called, Alex? The color
4: out of space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because Pathfinder and D&D are nothing if not derivative. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, Can I recommend the Nicolas Cage film, The Color Out of Space, for something that's absolutely book wild?
1: Fair play. I have to admit, you have you have engaged and mm-hmm. managed to avoid the uh, panic I hoped to ensue. You didn't trigger your watches.
3: And you've got yourself a kill switch. So I... Sell so, is so pretty... I mean, panicked isn't quite the right word. Like, I mean, you're like, oh, everyone's fine. Cells so over there, like, massaging their forehead and rocking slightly. Like,
0: <laughs> well, we're alive and we um, can comfort each other afterwards. And then we need to run again. Yes. It'll be all right. Yes. But <laughs> until then, bye, everyone. Bye.
1: Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial share 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by Hannah Preisinger. To subscribe, buy merchandise or join our Patreon, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill. visit us on Facebook or email us via mail at RustyQuill.com. Join our community on the Discord or via Reddit at r slash RustyQuill. Thanks for listening.
0: Hello everyone, Helen here. Today I'm here to tell you about Selene, a podcast recently launched on the RQ Network. Step into Celine, a city cloaked in darkness and teeming with horrors. From evil headmistresses to murderous marionettes, black worm parasites, haunted hotels, and eerie sleepwalkers. Meet the paranormal investigators of Needle Street newly arrived to battle the encroaching malevolence. Inspired by Poe, Edward Gorey, and Agatha Christie, their adventures promise twisted mysteries and unforgettable characters. Immersive audio brings the city to life, blending dark humour with bone-chilling suspense. Join the investigators as they navigate Celine's shadows, where mystery and intrigue await at every turn. And now, you can experience the thrill of Celine in Dolby Atmos. So... Search Celine wherever you get your podcasts, that's S-E-L-E-N-E, or visit www.rustyquill.com for more information.